ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಯುವರ್ ಲಿಸ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಯೋಗಾಚಾರ್ಯ ರಾಕೇಶ್ ಫೌಂಡರ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಮ್ಯಕ್ ಯೋಗ ದಿ ಮೈಸೂರ್ ಯೋಗ ಟೀಚರ್ ಟ್ರೈನಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಿಟ್ಯೂಟ್ ಎ ಬ್ರೀಫ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಟು ಮೀ ಎಂಡ್ ಅವರ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಿಟ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಐವ್ ಬೀನ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಯೋಗ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಟೂ ತೌಸಂಡ್ ಐವ್ ಸ್ಟಡೀಡ್ ಇನ್ ಎನ್ ಏನ್ಷಿಯಂಟ್ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಜುಕೇಷನ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ವೇದ ವಿಜ್ಞಾನ ಗುರುಕುಲಂ ಇನ್ ಸೌತ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಮೈ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ರಾಮಚಂದ್ರ ಭಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ಐವ್ ಸ್ಟಡೀಡ್ ದ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ಲಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಯಜುರ್ವೇದ ಪ್ರಸ್ಥಾನತ್ರಯ ವಿಚ್ ಕಂಪ್ರೈಸಸ್ ದ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ದ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಶಂಕರ ಭಗವತ್ಪಾದ ಭಾಷ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಇನ್ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ್ ಐವ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸ್ಟಡೀಡ್ ದ ಯೋಗ ಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ವಿತ್ ವ್ಯಾಸ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ಹಠಯೋಗ ಪ್ರದೀಪಿಕ ಘೇರಂಡ ಸಂಹಿತ ಶಿವ ಸಂಹಿತ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅದರ್ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ಯೋಗ ಐವ್ ಟ್ರೈನ್ಡ್ ಓವರ್ ಟೂ ತೌಸಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟೂಡೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಓವರ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ಪ್ಲಸ್ ಯೋಗ ಟೀಚರ್ ಟ್ರೈನಿಂಗ್ ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಎಟ್ ಸಮ್ಯಕ್ ಯೋಗ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಟೂ ತೌಸಂಡ್ ಲೆವೆನ್ ಸಮ್ಯಕ್ ಯೋಗ ಇಸ್ ಅನ್ ಅವಾರ್ಡೆಡ್ ಯೋಗ ಟೀಚರ್ ಟ್ರೈನಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಿಟ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಆಫರಿಂಗ್ ರೆಸಿಡೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ಆಸ್ ವೆಲ್ ಆಸ್ ಆನ್ಲೈನ್ ಯೋಗ ಟೀಚರ್ ಟ್ರೈನಿಂಗ್ ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಟ್ರೈ ಟು ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನಲ್ ಯೋಗಿಕ್ ವಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಕಲ್ ಇಂಪ್ಲಿಮೆಂಟೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಯೋಗ ಫಿಲಾಸಫಿ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನಲ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ವೆಲ್ ಆಸ್ ದ ಸ್ಟೋರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಯೋಗೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯೋಗಿನೀಸ್ we will also bring in mantra chanting meditation techniques and other aspects that our students often request us welcome to samyak yoga family i hope we bring some value to your practice journey of yoga let's walk on the path of yoga together in the last episode we were discussing about the definitions of yoga in different sanskrit literatural texts and one very significant text that we were looking at was the vedas we discussed about the upanishads and how even in kathopanishad also you can see the definition of yoga and then upanishads and the vedas are always the repeated words that we listen to when we are looking at the the knowledge that is available in the yoga so it is very important for all of us to understand what exactly the vedas mean so in this episode let us look at the meaning of the vedas and what are the types of the vedas and all those details related to the vedas the word veda means knowledge the literal meaning of the word veda is knowledge and it is deriving from the sanskrit root word vid which means to know the vedas are regarded as the revelation scripture self evident and self authoritative it is not composed by any human author this is one of the very significant aspects of the vedas which makes it very different from other texts this is not written by anyone you might think like if it is not written by anyone how do we get to know like how does it come out from someone you can think in this way that one fundamental understanding of all the indian schools of philosophies i would rather put them as darshanas because philosophy is again a borrowed word a definition for indian darshanas so they are darshanas let's talk about the darshanas some other day so all these darshanas the indian schools they believe that the fundamental assumption is the vedas as the ultimate source of knowledge so there is no argument or there is no confusion between 
whether the vedas are the highest authority or not everybody agrees on this it is mainly because it is not written by anyone something that is written whether it is by patanjali or any other supremely talented yogi experienced yogi still it is a composition of a human mind it could be 99% true but it is not 100% right because the mind itself has its own limitations the vedas are generally as the revelations when the yogi goes to a certain state towards samadhi then he he becomes a tool to reveal the mantras they come in the form of sounds and the popular myth is the vedas are in sanskrit they are not sanskrit is derived from the concepts the compositions of the vedas but sanskrit is a refined language because you know sanskrit you will not get to know the meaning of the vedas the vedas are in their own language you can put it in this way that they have no language it is very difficult to understand because they are not composed by a human being so they don't have a structure we try to create a structure in order to understand the vedas so how do we get to know about the vedas yaskacharya one of the oldest explorers of the vedas in his nirupta has distinctly said that these yogis rishis or the seers received the sacred knowledge or you can say the knowledge that was revealed to them this is called the vedas so yaskas nirukta is one of those texts which gives you the tools to understand the vedas that's why they are called as apaurusheya not composed by the human mind these yogis or rishis are neither the authors of the mantras or they responsible for the contents of the mantras they just become the tool the mediators through whom we see or we listen to the mantras this is why the vedas are the foundations of the indian schools of philosophies or darshanas these philosophies which take the vedas as the foundation are based on these the eternal truths that are declared that are explained in the vedas all the different darshanas they create their schools of thought the vedas fundamentally are classified into four and this classification was done by maharshi vyasa the same author who wrote mahabharata so he was the one who classified the vedas based on the subjects that they deal with and that's why vyasa his name was badarayana and because he classified vyasa means classification the one who made this classification is called vyasa this name came to him to badarayana as vyasa because he was the one who classified it he classified into four different sections rigveda the yajurveda samaveda and atharvaveda the word rig means to praise hymns mantras in the rigveda praise the various energies elements of the cosmos if i have to give you a brief understanding of the each veda so the rigveda has the hymns uh, praising various energies elements of the cosmos yeah ajurveda yajur means to worship it explains different procedures or the rituals of worship of the nature and the cosmos 
Samaveda. Sama means song. It is the musical format of chanting the mantras for the ease of recitation. Atharva Veda, the fourth one. Atharva means the stable mind. It offers the procedures for the daily life activities. So this has more materialistic sciences hidden in this part of the Vedas. Each of these Vedas is classified into four subdivisions based on the subjects they explore. So each one has a subdivision that is Samhita, Brahmana, Aranyaka and Upanishads. So these four subdivisions that you can see in each classification of the Vedas. Rigveda has Samhita, Brahmana, Aranyaka and Upanishads. In the same way, all other three Vedas also have. Let's understand a little more in detail about each Veda. Let's take the first one, the most significant one, the Rig Veda. This is the oldest exploration of human wisdom and the biggest amongst all the four Vedas. All the features of classical Sanskrit poetry can be traced into Rig Veda. You can find the seeds of philosophical development in the Rig Vedic hymns. If you want to study and understand Indian literature and spiritual culture, you need to understand the Rig Veda due to its poetry and philosophical importance. Yaskacharya, the one that I mentioned just above, in his Nirukta says that Rig Veda can be interpreted in three ways. You know, each Rig Vedic hymn has three different meanings. One type of meaning is called Adhi Devata meaning from the perspective of the energies of the nature. The second one is Adhi Yajna meaning, Adhi Yajnika meaning also from the perspective of the rituals. The third one is Adhyatmika meaning from the perspective of the consciousness and the spiritual journey. So each mantra can be interpreted in three different layers depending on what you are seeking. The whole of the Rigveda Samhita is in the form of verses. They are known as Rik. Rik is the name given to those mantras which are meant for the praise of the deities. Thus the collection, that means Samhita, of the Riks is known as Rigveda Samhita, the collection of the Rigvedic hymns. Among many shakhas of Rigveda, only one shakha or a branch, when we say shakha is a branch, that is available today and it is called Shakala Samhita. The Rigveda Samhita contains about 10,552 mantras, classified into 10 texts and they are called as mandalas, 10 different mandalas. Each mandala is divided into several sections called Anuvakas. So I come again. So the, you have the mandala which is a particular big uh, box in Rigveda and each mandala has several small sections which are called Anuvakas. Each Anuvaka consists a number of hymns. They are called as Suktas and each Sukta, sukta is, a, is made up of a number of verses called Riks. So the lowest one is Rik, then you have the Sukta, combination of all the different Suktas becomes Anuvaka and combination of different Anuvakas become Mandala and 10 different Mandalas put together becomes the Rigveda. There is no definite number of the Riks in each uh, Sukta, some are very big Suktas, some are very small depending on the subject that they are dealing with. This is all about the Rigveda in a very brief understanding.
the second one is yajurveda it is the veda primarily for of the prose mantras for the worship of the uh, you know worship of the deities in the form of rituals yajurveda is also important for its presentation of philosophical doctrines it preaches the concept of prana and mind and all those in detail the yajurveda has two different types two different branches one is called shukla yajurveda the other one is called krishna yajurveda shukla yajurveda has two branches madhyandina and kanva branches are called as shakhas whereas krishna yajurveda has four branches which are available now taitriya maitrayani kathaka and kapisthala shakhas krishna yajurveda is characterized by a mixture of mantra and brahmana whereas shukla yajurveda maintains the clear separation of the two this is just a, a small understanding the difference between these two yajurveda gives a vivid description of many important rituals such as darshapurana masa agnihotra soma yaga chaturmasya vajapeya yaga ashwamedha yaga sarvamedha yaga brahmayagna paitramedha sautramani like this there are different rituals which are explained in detail in yajurveda as a matter of fact i studied the krishna yajurveda branch in which i studied only the taitriya this took 6 and 1/2 years of study just to understand just to chant i'm not talking about the meaning of it just to understand and chant the proper method of taitriya shakha in krishna yajurveda one of the branches of yajurveda that took 6 and 1/2 years for me you know so this is really big anyway let's go to the third one that is samaveda you can say that this is the rigvedic mantras set to music it is a systematic fusion of melody and the rigvedic hymns there are only three branches available now that is kauthuma ranayaniya and jaiminiya sometimes jaiminiya is also called as talavakara shakha the samaveda comprises two major parts the first part includes four melody collections gana and the second part is three verses that is called as archikas gana collection is subdivided into grama geya and aranya geya grama geya melodies are those for public recitation while aranya geya melodies are for the personal meditative use so between gana and archika we discussed about gana the archika portion is subdivided into purvarchika and uttararchika portions purvarchika is organized in order of deities and uttararchika text is ordered by rituals so you can see here one interesting aspect is when you have aranya geya this is not for the public recitation this is for the personal meditative use only how interesting it is yeah let's look at the last one atharva veda atharva veda is one of the oldest literary monument of indian medicine rishi sushruta who is the father of surgery credits credits atharva veda as the foundation of for his contribution so if you look at sushruta samhita one of the very significant texts in ayurveda he says that all these knowledge 
parts that he is using in his Sushruta Samhita, he says it is from Atharva Veda. There are a series of mantras related to curing various physical and mental diseases in Atharva Veda. Another class of hymns include prayers for protection from the bite of snakes, injurious insects, in these kind of things are also can be seen in Atharva Veda. We find mention and application of medicines and medical herbs in Atharva Veda. This feature distinguishes the Atharva Veda from the rest of the Vedas. Atharva Veda explores the means to acquire happiness on the physical level along with the emphasis on the spiritual journey in the words of Sayanacharya, one of the greatest commentators on the Vedas. Atharva Veda has nine shakhas, Paipalada, Stauda, Mauda, Shaunakiya, Jajala, Jalada, Brahmavada, Devadarsha and Charanavaidya are also called as Charanavaidya. The available branches at the moment are Paipalada and Shaunakiya. It is the Shaunaka Samhita that is frequently meant when the Atharva Veda is mentioned in ancient and modern literature because that was quite popular and also the one that is available even today. Now these are the four different Vedas and you need to understand the Vedangas, you know, you might remember Ashtanga or Chaturanga like that you have Vedangas the branches of the Vedas in order to properly understand the meaning of the Vedas. The Vedangas are six different tools that you use to understand the meaning of the Vedas. They are Shiksha, this is the phonetics, Vyakaranam, Grammar and Linguistic Analysis, Chandas, the study of the meters in the Vedas, Niruktam, Etymology in the Vedas, Jyotisham, the study of astronomy and astrology in the Vedas, Kalpa, the study of the Vedic rituals. Paniniya Shiksha explains that the Vedas as a Purusha, a human being with six limbs as six Vedangas, Chandas are his two feet, Kalpa are his two arms, Jyotisha are his eyes, Nirukta is his ears, Shiksha is his nose and Vyakaranam is his mouth. Basically, this is a metaphorical way of saying that it is very important for you to understand the Veda Angas in order to properly understand the meaning of the Vedas. From the biggest tree of the Vedas, you also have applied knowledge of the Vedas coming from the main, main tree. And these are called as Upavedas. There is a Upaveda for each Veda. For example, for Rig Veda, you have an Upaveda which is called Ayurveda, the medical sciences. You have Ayurvedic doctors and there is surgery and there is, you know, this is considered to be one of, this is the ancient uh, method of treating people and also keeping the health and improving the health of the person. The second one is Dhanurveda. This is warfare technique associated with Yajurveda. The third one is Gandharva Veda, the music and sacred dance associated with Samaveda. The fourth one is Artha Shastra economics associated with Atharva Veda. So these are four different um, Upavedas that you can study in order to understand 
the completeness of the vedas vedangas are the must in order to understand the meaning of the vedas upavedas are the extended or the applied knowledge of the vedas this is the just brief understanding of the vedas and in the upcoming episodes we'll discuss about how the yoga tradition from the vedas to the upanishads and to the gitas and then coming to the patanjali's yoga sutras and all how this has been coming in the lineage in the tradition in the parampara and how is this practice even today so let's look at all those details in the next episodes i hope you enjoyed listening to me thank you om namaste